is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Greetings everybody, uh, welcome, welcome back to Dead House Whispers Episode 2 Season 3. I am Calypso, as per usual, and uh, we have an exciting episode for you today, like always and like always i'm joined by my other host faceless mike yo greetings what's up and welcome can't believe we're on season three dude can you believe that i cannot either it's pretty uh it's pretty exciting that we've made it this far and <clears throat> since you all made it this far don't forget to check out deadhousesonata.com you might want to go pick up a supporters pack pick some some funky merch check out the game it's going to be a free-to-play arpg from the original creators of Blood Omen Legacy of Cain and Eternal Darkness and a spiritual successor to Legacy of Cain. You know you want to check that out. And greetings and hello, Wyvern Tamer. Thank you very much. Long time no see, Calypso. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. It's been a while. We it's are been a while uh, since I'm gonna get coffee struck. Uh, <laughs> we, are, we are back. We are back in full swing. Um uh yeah so uh, apologies for last week's episode uh everybody um i know i put it on the uh the, the video already but i want to apologize again me and mike tried something a little different um we've gone back to our default formula for now we might we try something, something different, different again in the future it, it um didn't yeah work but you know you miss every shot you don't take you know yeah exactly in that kind of a way so yeah you do yeah. what you do right um, now Onto the topic of hand. Today's one is faces of death, specifically Ooh. dead house. Calypso's not even too sure what I'm going to bring up here today. This is the fun. I have no idea. At first, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Game of Thrones thing, but then I realized we're not a Game of Thrones podcast. We're a dead house <laughs> podcast. Well, they're both talking about death things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's faces, the There's faces of the dead in, in Game of Thrones. Hopefully, uh, Dead House will have a better final season than the TV series, at least. Oh, it One will. can only hope. It will. it will. Now, to lead into the Faces of Death, in case anyone didn't know, this is going to be a lore stream. One of Ooh. my favorites, personally. And the first one I wanted to bring up is Calypso. What do you know about Lord Zorin? Um, I know that he is a vampire. Um, you play him Double in... bonus points. Mm, yep. Uh, he's a vampire. That's an easy one. You play Lord Zorin in the actual uh, Deadhouse Sonata tech demo that they have out right now for the O3DE that you can download on the Deadhouse uh, forums. And I believe even there's a the Discord, there's a Discord link as well for the Deadhouse tech demo yes. on the uh, Deadhouse Sonata website, deadhousesonata.com. Yep. Well, you play him in that tech demo. It's really, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, he's a vampire. Um, he's Kane like but not Kane and uh that's that's it I honestly can't remember anything else and I haven't delved into the lore in quite a long time um, do you remember his full name it's not a trick uh, question it's a, it's a simple yes or no don't worry about it I I do not I do remember uh I think Nagaztak's full name uh, like Aramin or something, or that's from another series? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Nagaztak shortly. But just for Zorin, do you remember his name? 
No, I do not. It is Zoran von Sigstrand. I did not know that. I did not know that at all. That's written that's in really the ne- written in the necro. Now, why I wanted to discuss this is because each of these characters has a few titles that will kind of hint at their role in Deadhouse or around Deadhouse in the world of Malorum, because uh, we're going to be uh, jumping out of uh, Deadhouse a little. But uh, Lord Zoran is also known as Lord Marshal of the Shambling Hordes and the Blood Baron. That sounds badass. Now, what do these titles mean, do you think? Like, what do we know of the Shambling Hordes, and how is he a Lord Marshal? What the heck is that? Well, in my experience, um, the Lord Marshal, uh, g- g- drawing drawing on some uh, some Riddick lore, some, some Vin Diesel Riddick lore, um, the Lord Marshal is like the king or like the leader of all of the undead within the uh, Riddick universe. So I, may, I imagine maybe maybe Zorin is a leader type within the undead, within Deadhouse. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, the shambling, what did you say, the shambling hordes? The shambling hordes. That's badass. Um, the shambling hordes, I mean, that's got to be zombies, man. My theory was I think that's the informal title or – reference given to the army of the dead like the soldiers the like the actual army or the does the dead have an army i don't know i'm trying to figure out how do you regiment ghouls like the whites and stuff i get the lich makes sense like ghouls what do you do throw a bone at the humans go go get them go get perhaps perhaps i think uh Okay, okay. Yes, I know exactly. Why it's what he saw. I joked about Game of Thrones before, uh, but but <laughs> what if the uh, the shambling the shambling horde um, could just be the overwhelming army, the overwhelming army of the yeah. undead? Because um, like in Game of Thrones, you have the White Walkers, and like they they're not you know they're not like an army of white walkers it's just the white walkers because yes. there are so many of them they didn't even bother classifying them as like a giant horde army because they are they are undead and they are endless essentially mm-hmm. um and then like you have warcraft there another tick on the warcraft handle um you have the horde which is just a huge massive army of all the the freaking reference to uh Genghis Khan they were known as Oh the yeah horde. yeah they he had a horde too I like the horde. Uh, bringing up one Wyvern Tamer points out here. Very interesting one that I don't know whether you realize or not. It says, but I don't think it says, it's what he signs know thy phone with. But I don't think you'd sign something with an informal reference. I don't think he signed it. Now, here's my theory. I believe that what we read in the Necro has been written by others. So these are quotes and a reference to whom? I don't think it's Zoran because a lot of it reads like this is something that someone else wrote down somewhere or something that was spoken and was taken down as notes and then filled in in the book. Because a lot of this stuff sounds like something that's either dictated or that was spoken, with the exception possibly of some of Nagaztak's poetry, which may or may not have been put in by him intentionally or unintentionally. <clears throat> And also the Blood Baron. 
kind of on the nose. I love that but... title. I love that title, <laughs> the Blood Baron. That's that's awesome. Like the Blood Baron, the Bloody Baron, who is actually a real figure. Um, I was going to say, if he doesn't have a drinking problem, I'll be horribly upset. But he's a vampire. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, uh, I love that title, the Blood Baron. Uh, <laughs> crap. I was gonna, I was gonna say something. I was gonna ex- expondulate on something or whatever. Like, I <laughs> what it was. Expunge. Oh man. Oh yeah. Now I remember. Okay. So, my theory, and I think we've talked about this before. Um, and potential speculation here is that the person who actually wrote the Necro, uh, Liberatus, Libriatus, whatever they're calling it now, um. The Dead House Bible, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory is that it's actually Alaric, and Alaric actually joins Alaric. the dead. Alaric. 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 No, no, it's Alaric. It's Alaric. No, oh, it's Alaric. Okay. Uh, my theory is that it's actually uh, Alaric von Beller, and um, he wrote it, or and uh, and I mean maybe Nagastak threw some poetry in there too, because Alaric at this point within, you know, the lore that, that we don't know of yet anyway, is he is Nagaztak's right-hand chronicler and servant and man or whatever, and, and Alaric is part of the army of the undead. That's why the Necro is so uh, w- well-written, um, as well as just being a, a bunch of scraps of other histories and stories from other writers, is that but mainly it was written by Alaric with some input from other people, like like Calypso, um, or so, or somebody else, you know. Just, just a thought. Just a thought. What do you think they're on Nagaztec's poetry? Sailor got into Nagaztec's room and fan ransacked it. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Um, so, I mean, that's just that's just just as my my talk. So maybe uh, with Zorin, um, those titles were possibly given to him by Alaric. By you know, oh, he is the blood bearing, and and uh, and other things. Uh, you know, the shambling hordes of the undead. Ooh, scary. Do you think the blood baron title is a noble reference? Yes. Yes. No. Oh, yes. Yes. I think it is a uh, a noble title because I mean he is um he's a lord Lord Zorin. Now whether he is a lord from his previous life as a human, um, or he achieved that status when he became undead remains to be seen. But same thing with a baron. A baron is a no is a noble title, and they call him the Blood Baron because I mean one he's a vampire, and two. Uh, he could be the blood baron because he is of noble status within the army of the undead, um, within like the legions and the nobility of the undead. If they even have a uh, a noble caste like that, which I'm, I'm guessing they do, I, I my I I believe that like the army of the undead from that dead house is just like a regular human kingdom, only it's full of undead people and and creatures and monsters, you know. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know what else you can do, but I do believe he's got a bit of history, whether yeah. pre or post vampire. I do think there's that. I was just testing to make sure that our little chatbot was working in all areas, which it ah. is. 
Uh, if you're wondering Lord, why Dead House Whispers smiled there. Oh, Lord Lucy, <laughs> like Lucian, because because Nagastak's name Nagastak's name is is Lucian Armin, right? Lucian Armand. Lucian Armand, yeah, Lucian Armand. Yeah. Well, since you keep moving on to Nagastak, we'll just move on to him anyway. So, Nagastak, leader of the Black Hand or the Black Right Hand, and Malleus Odium, along with a Revenant Poet. What does that mean? The Black Right Hand. Well, the Black Right Hand is, has got to be a special or like his his personal army. You know how in like Star Wars how Kylo Ren had like the Knights of Ren? Oh, the guys something? that went nowhere. Um <laughs> talk about wasted potential. Dude, completely wasted. They show them for five seconds. Like I didn't even watch that one. I refused to. Man, um <clears throat> okay. I was expecting so some Lord Revan type stuff. Yeah, no, no, they, they, yeah, it makes you think that way, right? But no, mm-hmm. no. So, okay, sorry, sidetracking for a minute. So, in Force Awakens, they, they name drop the Knights of Ren like twice and they show them in like a flashback or something, right? Okay, mm-hmm. totally badass, totally super badass lore. In The Last Jedi, they actually show you the Knights of Ren um, in a really, really cool fight scene. But the problem is that these badass characters that sound so fucking cool that are like Kylo Ren's personal soldiers or guard or whatever um, get wiped out like like little bitches. Like they they get they get like the floor mopped with Dude, them it even showed like, it in like a flashback. And I can't remember what it was. The Force Awakens or uh, Rise was it one of them. It says about, you know leader of the knights of ren and it has this like quick flash cut of him and all these other badasses yeah looking like a, a finished death metal band standing in the rain Hell and yeah, it's like, awesome. yeah that could be cool and then they turn him into an emo kid <laughs> yep and then they just ruin it and they, they ruin it <laughs> so, totally wasted potential so uh uh not going on the wasted potential that um i think the black hand <laughs> Or it's the black hand and the black right hand, right? Yeah, there's two references. Oh. One refers to him as the black hand, and the okay. other refers to him as the leader of the black right hand. Okay, so uh, the black right hand is definitely, it's got to be a Knights of Ren situation where there is like personal guard um, and or his like personal... Uh, but if uh, he's the leader, who hand. is it then? Nagastak. Nagastak is the leader. No, but he, leader, but then what's the black hand? Oh, good question. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, that that's that. I'm I'm schmer, spoilers or whatever. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Um, actually, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw some legacy of Kane lore in here. Yes, um, from Soul Reaver. So, uh, it was revealed to me. Uh, and and uh, a couple of other Legacy of Kane fans uh, by uh, Daniel Kabuko, the uh, the lead artist, the lead art designer and everything of the Soul Reaver trilogy. So Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver 2, and uh, Defiance. Um, in his re- retelling of the lore and his design or whatever is that um, the Dumas clan um, within Legacy of Kane were um, Kane's 
personal guard, if I have this correctly. Um, the the Duma clan so uh, were were Kane's like personal SWAT team. Like if you had like you know different casts or whatever of of vampire archetype, um, you'd have Raziel would his clan was surprising like the magical ones so like like a uh, uh, pure uh magic and orb casting and stuff like that okay. the wizards or whatever were raziel's clan i guess according to him anyway um zephon uh the spider uh boss in soul weaver one and his clan the spider guys were they kill the, it with fire um, hmm <laughs> they oh, they kill kill it with fire. fire holy crap yeah. look a wild sundowner appeared oh whoa hello sundowner wasn't the Gaztech part of another group when he was alive, like the silver something or other. Maybe this is a new undead version of that. Now you might be on to something. Ooh, that would be cool. Now this would be really interesting. Yes, he was he was essentially a paladin, kind of. Not yeah, wasn't um, that one. In life, he Gaztech... was a leader of some group of paladins. That's this with the silver armor. Yeah, the, uh, wasn't he wasn't he the leader of the Ashen Ring before he died? I don't know if it was the Ashen Ring, but it was something like that. If it wasn't the Ashen Ring, it was that idea, this like holy order of paladins and stuff. Because mm. his death, I know, is important, but that's not clarified yet. We don't know a whole lot about that publicly. There's there there was a thing. He died. And it was very important that he came back and he started Dead House. So that's a major, that's going to be like a major thing somehow, whatever way that shows itself. So yeah. I, th I think Sundown might be onto something. It's the leader of the Black Right Hand. I know what that is. The other hint might be in the, his title, Malleus Odium. That is Roman, if I'm not mistaken. Four for google <laughs> no. um, i know no. it but let's see who gets there the quickest uh okay throwing uh, it out to the audience too who's okay, faster this on is the google cool. <laughs> all right this is cool so uh i'm gonna get the answer wrong <laughs> Why google, we google failed me however everybody if you decide to google malleus odium um dead house shows up it's literally that house shows up all the like i'm getting so dead house dead, dead, house, dead, house, dead the... house dead house like all the pages okay. in the world now just do one word at a time do malice yeah. and then do podium i love a wiper tamer says or as we call it Ooh, hammer oh shit okay so hammer for um and then odium o odium General or widespread hatred. Oh man. Okay. Wait a minute. This. Okay. Okay. Hammer. Hammer hatred. Roughly. Malleus. Whoever ever put it there. The hammer of hatred. The hammer of hatred. That's fucking rad, man. <laughs> that is such. That's a cool band name. That is a cool band name, or a song from like a black metal band or something. The hammer of hatred. The hatred hammer. Oh, that's so cool. Man, they're, de they're definitely playing Florida the next month. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's the leader of the black right hand or the black hand yeah the hammer of hatred what does that mean? badass what does that's that mean badass. i know it's what? badass but what does it mean the the hammer of hatred yes that's like uh i assume that's that's akin to like 
you know, your warrior, your warrior title, you know, your warrior title. Like if I were, if I were a warrior in like, you know, the 1200s or, uh, or whatever year dead house takes place in fictionally. Um, and okay. You know what? Mm, it's a nickname. It's a nickname because like Geralt is the white wolf and mm-hmm. or, or whatever, uh, uh is the hammer of hatred. But who's hammer? His his a hammer is hammer. useless. No, a hammer is useless unless it's being wailed by someone who is wielding the Gaztak. And on the sundowner here, it reminds me of 40k's Ordo Malleus. It's like an Imperium anti-demon inquisition. Maybe this is like an elite military force that deals with a specific type of existential threat. Wow. That's really good, dude. That's yeah, that's wow. really good. That's a done, really, feel, really interesting answer. I feel that's re- way too accurate for Sundowner to not know what the answer is. <laughs> Sundowner cheated somehow. I feel that's really that's way too accurate. That sounds too accurate. You know what I mean? That's like that's really, a really bloody good, good. That's a really good look. That's a really good guess or theory. Now, or we'll run through the rest of these and we'll come back to them because I want to make sure we get through them all. Right. So the next one is Kiva. Kiva, that's that's the banshee, right? Yes. What is she? Why is she important? Isn't she his messenger? Isn't she whose messenger? The uh, some the one of the elder gods that are within Dead House. The uh, mm-hmm. the 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 lich the lich lord. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's that's a different book. I'm sorry. I've been reading a lot of I've been reading a lot of Brian Lumley. I'm back reading the Necroscope series. There's a uh, character called Lich Lord in it. It's so badass. Um, uh, but yeah, so read those books, everybody. Yes. Has a chance. Well, everyone pointed out that was the opposite of us during Varric's recording, constantly missing the point. So mm-hmm. I was on another stream with Wyvern Tamer here, with Bishop, mm-hmm. with Varric. It was on Varric's uh, stream and Sailor. And we were discussing the octahedron and the lore. Uh, y'all go check it out, uh, Calypso. We'll make sure there'll be a link in the bottom of this yeah, YouTube video. You want to check out Varric Keldon. Yeah. Uh, we'll make sure to give that video a shout out. Go follow his channel. He's awesome. He's coming up with a lot of lore stuff about Deadhouse. So you want to check that out. And that's why I didn't want to go into the octahedron on this stream. But yes, Weber Tamer puts the point. That's the opposite of us during Varric's stream, constantly missing the point. They did. I dropped a bean or two. No one got it at all. Not even slightly. And it was hilarious. The only way I could equate it to is um, me picking the destination of where everyone's going on holiday while everyone stands outside the car, kicking the tires and commenting on the tread. Did I, did I miss something? Did we, yes. did I? Yes, you a... were invited to that, but I had a feeling, I think you were at work or something. Yeah, probably. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> uh, note to everybody who wants to start a podcast, make sure you have a flexible work schedule. Um, so you can keep with uh, regular days. Um, um, uh, so okay. So wait, hold on. I know uh, we're gonna sidetrack for a minute. Did mm-hmm. did they reveal anything about the octahedron or within that kind of scope, lore wise, uh, that that uh, that Varric tried to talk about within that stream, and you guys were just wrong completely. So Varric discussed his theory who Dennis is now confirmed as par- at least partially correct. What he is correct about is the colors and okay. some of his concepts for houses. Although the houses, it's not too out of the realm of possibility because nearly all the houses are essentially poignantly listed in the Necro. 
almost yeah. all. Yeah. Almost all. And they're like, you know, there is a house of giants. You know, there is a house of angels, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to list them all. But uh, those were confirmed and about the colors. The only thing is, where do those lie on the octahedron compared to the pyramid? And then Sailor came up with an interesting theory, but I'm not going to spoil it. You're going to have to go watch the video. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely will recap myself on that video and I will make sure everybody else recaps on it because I'll probably throw a link down there um, yeah. whenever we are done with this. So, uh, so Kiva, yeah. tell me about Kiva. it. Kiva. A uh, great name, by the way. I love, I love, uh, uh, the way, I love the way that Dennis and Jack <clears throat> write names. Like, I don't know. I know they have a lot of, uh, uh, research that goes into like names and, and naming and stuff. I know it's a huge passion of Dennis's, uh, but I just, I, I just want to say that I, I think it's, I love it. I love the way Dennis and Jack and stuff come up with names like Kiva. That's a good name. I never would have came up with that name. You that's know, Irish. Like, it's just spelled differently. Oh, well, I mean, still good name. Um, oh yeah, that's right. She's a Banshee and Banshees are Irish. Uh, and so, yeah, female. And female. I did a, I did a, a lore video on that myself, I actually. I do not budge on that boulder. You can make so many. And Calypso's girlfriend, Safi. So, hey, Safi. This is... Uh, <laughs> this is oh, yeah, and my girlfriend. I completely forgot about my undead girlfriend. Um, wow, I have a terrible Kiva boyfriend. a Thundercat or something? I yeah. think there might have been. I think there was a Thundercat called Kiva. That sounds um, right. I don't know. Memory is failing me, but that sounds about right. Yeah. So, Kiva, <laughs> uh, she is, it's in the necro that she is. thought that was Shiva. Reb, hello. Mm. Yes, uh, it might have been. I remember watching Thundercats, but it has been a good 30 years. Crossover potential. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Thunder you Cat say that to Dennis, you know. Who, who owns the rights to that stuff now, actually? Thundercats? Uh... Yeah. That Gosh, that's a good Barbera, one. Was it? Who Did was it that? revert back to the original? Oh, I know. I know who uh, the guy who made the Castlevania anime and is working on a Devil May Cry anime now. I think he owns the rights to Thundercats. He bought it and he's working on another reboot. Oh dear. I think, unless it's Kevin Smith again. Um, who did just the recent making me nervous now (laughs) i haven't seen the recent he-man i hear things about it uh i watched it it hurt it really hurt good to know i'm not going to go bad mouthing it all over yeah okay technically i am bad mouthing it all over the internet right now by doing this but my point was i didn't spurg out on uh twitter was my point I was just ah. like, I did not like this. I will move on and watch something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have an old Thundercats magazine upstairs. I used to have the figures. They were awesome. Oh, dude, I had a figure. I had a Lionel figure I had to sell recently. Um, oh. Didn't get a lot of money for it, but uh, I, I'm still sad I had to sell it. Like, there's just some things you don't like parting with, but, you know. Meh. You do um, what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Kiva, she's a messenger. She's a banshee in traditional Irish she's lore. We're talking about that. Messenger from who? Messenger from the uh, the Elder Gods. It's in the Necro. It's in the Bible. It's on the DeadHouseSynod.com site under the lore tab. Um, under okay. the Librarium. It's in the Librarium tab. We got a bookshelf um, now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really neat, really neat. Cr- cr- props to whoever designed that. Um, that was Dennis. 
That was Dennis Cool. Props, Dennis. <laughs> um, <laughs> De- Dennis. We need I to get Dennis back yeah. on here again. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, anyways, so it's in the uh, the Dead House Bible. It's in the Necro. And Kiva is a messenger um, of good and bad tidings, I would imagine, um, for either for or at least just part of like that pantheon of elder beings that are a part of the Dead House lore. Because um, she's there mm-hmm. uh, while the leper prince and the old man, I can't remember their name for the life of me. Um, the are, fetid prince and the leper? The fetid prince and the leper, yeah. Um, are uh, playing that that galactic chess match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pretty much try to spell out the story to people in that because it's written in the Necro. Like, it's actually a very good description. Just most people don't get it. And as Wyvern pointed out, the fetid prince and the leper, I was waiting for you to make a fresh prince of Bel-Air joke there, sailor. Um, yeah I was trying to spell things out but apparently uh, there's some people can't draw dots between A, B, C and D I mean sometimes sometimes reading between the lines isn't as easy as it seems (laughs) now I'm going to drop another bomb on you so who's Tozy oh yeah I forgot that's the that's a lich that is specifically a female lich if i recall um i think dennis spilled some beans on that i'm not 100 percent sure um but i think tozy i can't read out sundowner's comment but i'm going to give it a lol i uh what... don't no, oh okay nope <laughs> that's funny though dude yeah right so uh, who's tozy so... Tozy is a lich, um, a, mm-hmm. uh, a lich, and I guess uh, there is some power or a leader, a leadership. It's another. Um, oh, that's not good for Blizzard. Um, okay, first, first off, um, do you know Tozy's name? No, Hold I on. just know that it's Tozy, which is Tozy Maned. Funny but good name. Tozy Maned. Tozy Maned. What? That's not mm-hmm. real. Tozy Maned, the truth bearer. Oh, Herald right. of the Dead, Arch or Herald of the Dead, Lich Sage, and Arch Lich of the Noblesse. That sounds badass too. And the Noblesse are another like special covenant within the undead. Yeah, the so royal. We've got the Noblesse. Yeah, who are kind of the. I don't want to say politicians, but I don't want to say royalty either, but something like that, kind of the upper class, the deciding council type members, which would probably be made up of the likes of vampires and liches. And then you've got the shambling hordes, which are the military. We've got the black right hand, which is something that you're still trying to piece together, but that's what we have there. So the truth bearer, that's an interesting title, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Nagaztec uh, spouts a lot about truth this and truth that and the real way and the true way. Um, and Tozi could also be doing that in a sense. Um, well, Tozi lays it down as it is, because when you read the Necro, Tozi says the humans mistake us for their enemy. We're not their enemy. We're their future. That is some, that's, God, that's so good. That's such that was a good piece of writing. Um I love but that. yeah, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Um, but I think, see, I think you're asking, you're asking questions that, uh, uh, will, will be revealed, um, further down the line. Oh, I've already pointed this out. So with the stream with Varric, everyone had these particular questions. And they said, can we revisit this exact stream in about five years? And I can laugh at every one of you for not getting the major hints I was dropping. But with us, we're genuinely discussing it. I'm being very open on that. You know, there's certain things I can't say. But generally yeah. speaking, yeah. I'm poking and prodding in the right directions. Herald of the Dead. Her- yeah, that was that's the title the a lot of people refer to uh, another person as that. Kiva. That's just if you uh, notice Tozi has it and Tozi isn't the banshee. Mm, yeah, you're right. So that's where the whole messenger, messengers of the dead, heralds, uh uh speakers, um um gosh, what else? Uh uh like preachers, preachers of the dead, um heralds, messenger. Yeah. So that could be that could, could be it's like preachers of the dead. You, yeah, I think there could be. This is really there. intriguing now. I never I, thought about this. If there is a god, therefore there must be those who worship them. They yeah. would be considered as part of a religion. So if there is a religion, there is therefore preachers, standard bearers in the battle. Hmm. Yeah, These are very interesting ideas. Yeah, someone's got to carry the dead house flag while you know everyone's being slaughtered like pigs. I don't think they care. It's not I mean, a case you, of uh, you representing. Say you say that. You say that it's not a case of representing or or because the dead don't care. You know, they are just the whole point of a sta- the whole point of a standard is so people know who you are. I don't think anyone will mistake the dead. But who's? But that's to say that they're not prideful. Who's to say that Nagastak isn't? Uh, a bit prideful and Zorin is a bit pr- Zorin no I can see Vampire as being prideful but I don't see the Gaztac going that way it would just be pure hatred I don't think there's an area for pride left in it the others yes I totally agree possibly not liches I'd imagine liches have kind of moved beyond that maybe maybe They've given I up all it, humanity I look at it this way I look at it this way spoilers for Dune um, if you've not read the books, I'm sorry. It's been it's been set 50 years. Um, if you haven't yep. seen the movie, um, oh, oh, what's this? Sorry, uh, isn't there an elder god of death on death confirmed? That's probably the deity of worship. Then, if there is a religion, yeah, um, yep, yeah, there is a yeah. god of the dead. Yes, or another so, god. I believe that. Um, that there's got to be like, why would there be this really cool symbol if it wasn't going to be on a standard um, deadhousesonata.store.com? Uh, um, why why would there not be um, some kind of flag or something representing the undead territory? Unless it's just like a dead body hanging from like you know mm-hmm. a tree or whatever that like marks that this is the the territory of the dead. Um, if there wasn't some kind of pride or like king or whatever like nagaztak himself um calls himself a leader he is the leader of the black right hand you know he is essentially the king of dead house or he is the king of dead house um why would you have all of these uh positions and titles and uh peoples or undead peoples what if this is the only way you could 
What if this is the only way you could get different factions of the undead to function together? Yeah, that too. You need some sort of some, some semblance of order. Even though the undead don't care about any of that stuff, you still need some semblance of order. And Nagaztak, I think, knows that from his previous life in order to get, you know, uh, mindless ghouls to follow you into battle, um, you need something to rally them all together. In order to get, you know, um, liches who are just about science and understanding if they want to work with, you know, bloodthirsty vampires to work together somehow. So you have a flag and everybody unites under that flag um, that they then carry into battle as a standard bearer. And then, you know, there's, there's obviously some religion involved, undead religion with elder gods and beings. And maybe even Nagaztak himself is seen as a sort of Messiah like figure amongst certain undead. I'm, I have no doubt that there isn't a Jesus complex or a God complex going around, not Nagaztak, um, but other people see him that way as, you know, their, their Lord and undead savior, you know, Alternatively, I can see the ghouls having some cult religious mythos surrounding their strange body, their strange bond with the spirit that makes up 50% of them. That's going to be very interesting. That's something that I think will be shared pretty soon. That's going to be really interesting. So as we were going back to Tozy, the truth bearer, herald of the dead, and so we got onto our standard bearers and all. Lich Sage. Right Those there. two words sound like they don't go together. No. A What's a sage? sage? Isn't that a healer? Isn't so was that... a sage is a wise old person, but that's kind of redundant when you use the word lich. Yeah, because, well, I mean, is it though? Because liches are hundreds and hundreds of years old. Yeah, so you don't need to say sage. They are wise. They are old by definition. So healer, maybe, like you said? Yeah. I don't know. How do you heal the dead? Uh, That's a good question. Because some dead, some undead might not have healing factors. I don't, I don't think <clears throat> that, that way. But like, here is... I can I can already picture it. I can picture it. You're playing you're playing Dead House, right? Your character is like badly wounded or something because uh, some human you know threw some silver at you or whatever, and you can't heal because of whatever the mechanics are. So you need to go to a sage, a lich sage, and they're like, "Here, buy this undead healing potion for fifty gold." No, they just die in their physical form, turn to magical uh, yeah. and get off. If they get trapped, they would expunge into essential form and escape, theoretically. Unless then there's true death, then ain't no sage going to help you at that point. I'm going to disagree with Wyvern Tamer there. there liches are, are corpses no... and thus old sages liches. are old and wise. Liches are not necessarily wise. I mm. would argue saying you would need to be wise in order to complete the transformation to be a lich. Yeah. In order to be in order to get more knowledge, you need to already there have would, a lot of knowledge. Yeah, there would be a special level there. It also means a person considered to have above average judgment or a profound philosopher. You see, Sailor? Sailor bringing it in there now. Sage Midgard, it should be. There we go. We're getting that. Very interesting. Intelligent does not, not mean mind. wise. Well, the difference between intelligence and, ex and wisdom is just experience. Yeah. 
Intelligence yeah. is I've learned something. If I've used what I've learned, it becomes wisdom. What if the lich sages that unhallow you are the priests of death? Oh, oh, Sundowner, that one is quite That's interesting. That's a good one. Oh, now we're working. You've dumbfounded me. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I will put a pin in that and put that aside. That's something that needs to be brought up. That's I need to ask about that. That is very, very interesting. That's a good point. And on how hmm, I like this concept. Now, then the final one being Archlich of the Noblesse, meaning? Uh, that's got to be like a leader, like a leader of the Noblesse. Headlich. Um, Headlich, yeah, there we go. There Thank we go. You. Now, the next one. So, who's Baron Eric? Oh, wait, that's... Oh, wait, hold on, sorry, my brain, my brain... Um, <laughs> so, uh, Zorin, yeah, Zorin kills him, and he's the he talking head attached that. to his belt. He's the talking he's head attached here. to his belt. Kill him! He's a... He's a, uh, uh, he's a Mimir-type character, I would imagine, within... Uh, dead house that's such a good idea though um probably the representative of lichdom ahead to play keep away with eh, i like that the man that got ahead in life or in death. <laughs> keep it coming guys keep it coming in death <laughs> i feel like i'm behind maybe just a little sailor don't stress on it yeah um so okay so well i mean uh uh yeah i mean baron baron auric or eric Auric? Aoric, I've been Aoric. saying, but I don't have it hundred percent. I'm assuming it's Aoric because that's yeah. how Dennis has said um, it before. Well that's uh that's gonna be that's a character Zorin kills very early on. Uh, Why, I wonder. Yeah, me too. I, I want to know it, what happened. I think it was supposed to be a, a, a deal. Like Dead he buddy. was he was kind of like a probably a traitorous human and was like, Hey, I'll give you this much of of the human land if you <laughs> spare me or whatever. And then Zorin was like, nah, F you kills him anyway and they here's they go an interesting on and, one for you know. calypso he's called baron eric zorin von sigstrand is also a baron a blood baron but i'm sure <laughs> um it was because maybe these two things are relevant a little I bit think of it was politics because he demanded something from zorin yeah i think um I, if I remember correctly, let me pull up the friggin' lore. Um, uh, they were, there's definitely, it was definitely a, uh, oh, hey, we're going to be talking. But then, like, unless Dennis rewrote this, Baron Auric doesn't know who Zorin is, um, even though they were having a meeting or something. So Zorin just bursts in on him and then straight up kills him. Here we go. I expected to treat with Lord Nagaztak. I'm afraid I don't remember you, responded Baron Auric indignantly. So him and Nagaztak were supposed to have a treaty of some sort um, to, to I'm guessing, you know, divide the lands of human and undead or to, you know, make sure Nagaztak doesn't, you know, kill everything and spare my little town or my little, my little uh, fiefdom. Um, and, you know, and you can go right along your way. And then, uh, Zorin shows up and was like, well, I'm somebody else. And then uh, I'm going to kill you and then kills him. And yeah. 
I expect no further quarter for your transgressions. We will grind your pitiful empire into dust, said Zorin, who moved faster than the eye could see and severed the Baron's head from its body. Oh, that's so good. Continue. I love the next book. Oh, um, holding the Baron's head in the air, Zorin, the vampire scholar, proclaimed, Alas, poor Eric, I knew him well. Well, not really. Throwing it back to uh, a perfect classic line, from Blood Omen of Cain, right after he kills Nepraptor. Well done, so sir. Good. Well done, Dennis. Well done. So good. <laughs> Alas, poor Eric. I knew him well. Well, not really. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> Expect a lot more lines like that in the game, by the way. There will be some quite tasteful fun with that stuff. But yeah, so Eric had to deal with Deadhouse. It did not go well. Zorin took his head and somehow kept it alive. I have a feeling he did not do this himself. There was obviously assistance here. Yeah, I don't know if he's that magic. magical. Well, magical interference. <clears throat> that be. Mm. That's where I keep it. I, I can't help but wonder. And then, last but not least, Alaric von Bella. Grand Inquisitor of the Thessian Empire. So, what do we know about this chappy? I mean, a lot, uh, a lot <laughs> of stuff. Well, actually, I'd say a lot, but not a lot at all. You've um, heard a lot from him, but you yeah, know, we don't know nothing, nothing about him. That's the fun part. Yeah, I, uh, I really like Alchemist runs away. Hey, it worked for That's Joseph Joestar. That's all I can say. Now for my next trick, run away. You go this way. I'll go home. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, watch Jojo. So anyway, yeah. I'm still unsure whether he's incre incredibly competent or incompetent. That's a good question. Could be a bit of both. I have a feeling he's he's there for some comic relief, or at least it feels like it. Because um, <laughs> every, other, every other episode from the... Uh, audio dramas is oh no i have forgotten my satchel again womp womp like i can't <laughs> do anything without my implements he's i have a feeling he's just he's a colossal goofball without intentionally being a colossal goofball i know? swear i need george just to do me up some lines for a soundboard for that because that'd be awesome <laughs> i mean he is on cameo <laughs> He's at a convention recently too. Oh yeah, that's right. He was. Um, I think uh, he did. He did. A, he did a really cool. I'll throw it in there. I'll throw the George Christmas message. Yeah. Uh, Happy New Year Christmas message or whatever into this into this episode um, later on. For those that don't know, we're talking about uh, George Ledoux, who is an absolute legend, who is quite a lot of voices in Deadhouse. Oh, hi, Mike and guest Calypso. Or, hello, hello, Calypso. I'm late, schoolwork and all. Ah, yes. He reminds me of those ghost hunter reality shows where they talk mad stuff until they find a ghost and then they run away scared. Or pretty much anyone I've played Phasmophobia with. I'm not looking at anyone in particular. 
And <laughs> hey, I've seen Phasmophobia, and that that looks nightmare fuel. I don't think I'll ever play that, but I do want to play it in VR. I don't think I. I was going to say play VR, it, but I want to play it in awesome. VR. You're talking to the dude that went through all the Resident Evil Seven in VR, and that was awesome. Oh man, that that was sounds so that good. Dinner just, scene uh, is one of the coolest things. I actually never recalled from getting punched in the face. In VR, oh man, no, I really, I just installed the first person mod for Resident Evil Two to make it more like Resident Evil Seven. It's crazy how how much first per how much how difference a camera angle can make for a, a video game. Mm-hmm. How like first person like Resident Evil Two. I I don't do horror games well at all. Like I, I that's scary. He does not. He really do not. does not. Um, so dead, which is why we dead, need to make him play them. Yeah, I love Dead Space, and I would love to see a Dead Space in first person that isn't a rail shooter. Cough, cough, extraction. Um, I was going to say cough, cough, doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would love to see a, a doom, doom in third person. No, um, no, but like a Resident Evil Two and Seven and stuff in first person. Like Resident Evil Two in first person, the remake, it's crazy good. Because like just the amount of detail and the way the lighting works and like if you're playing it in like 4K and you have you know HDR or whatever on your TV and stuff it's oh it's so good man it's so good. Didn't I recommend a movie you watched? You said you had a hard time with. Uh God, yeah. Uh, you uh, about a haunted house um, with a young oh, girl with a peanut allergy. Oh yeah, Hereditary. Oh fuck yeah, dude. That <laughs> that movie gave me ptsd and i still have ptsd that wasn't even that scary but i agree with you that was scary is scary as hell bro no what about midsummer sucks midsummer really yeah i I really like that midsummer no i didn't like i didn't like the the chick the girl character or whatever i didn't like her i thought her boyfriend was like her boyfriend might have been a dick but it's not his fault he wants to break up with her and then all of us all that bullshit nah midsummer sucks man i didn't like that man he should have grew he should have grew a pair and just broke up with her and said no yeah, exactly. He kept delaying and then crap getting worse. Like, that's the universe telling you, what were you going to do? Just stay with her until he died, yeah. which is yeah, exactly... No, Midsummer spoilers. I didn't like. I didn't like you know, Midsummer. But... Hereditary gave me super nightmares. I am scared of the dark again because of Hereditary. <laughs> um, oh, that's like, what every horror fan dreams, though. We watch nah. these things because we want to feel fear like when we were kids. We we're just completely immune to it. Yeah, that's, that's the whole the point, point of the movie. Of the movie which one hereditary or midsummer because yeah. midsummer no, hereditary hereditary no i get it's the whole point of the movie but like okay excellently crafted film beautiful acting beautiful cinematography i think the music is really good but that it literally gave like it's i i, I tell people not to watch that movie if there's like hey should the I watch funny part is, no, not watch it the funny part is when we get into horror movies and this applies to games and everything people think all out gore is absolutely horrifying no one small thing can be 10 times worse if executed well i'll give you a prime example the most horrifying thing in the original pet cemetery movie is when the kid slashes that guy's Achilles tendon. Nothing really happens. You don't see anything. You just see like a piece of meat getting cut. There's not like gallons of blood everywhere. It's not gore. But that's horrifying. And you feel it. Like right now, my ankles are like wincing up, just even the thought of it. And that's just a small little cut with a knife. But you see, it's these things when done well, like that. If I told you there was a decapitation in Saw, you'd be like, yeah, there's a ton of them. But in this movie downright horrifying i personally watch horror movies to get drunk with friends and laugh yes that's the they're so crap you need to sit down with a group of your friends they're so bad they're good 
that's a whole separate category of horror and that's fantastic yeah yeah um yeah no uh, and they make them tough in norway yes they do <laughs> yeah <clears throat> sorry um no i uh, i don't really i don't like i don't like horror movies but i like horror movies that makes sense like like uh i like i'm more of a it's weird i'm more of like a really slow burn thriller kind of the witch horror movie like the witch yeah the witch the lighthouse um both fantastic movies um like i like those kind of horror movies uh, i love the john carpenter films um like that he does uh uh i th- like that that's my kind of jam um Lamb apparently he really likes the new halo game there's oh wait this halo yeah oh halo infinite sleepy hollow yeah sleepy hollow is a great film i love that uh i do have to close my eyes or like turn away at some points for sleepy hollow um because it is really like like tim burton is a master of horror films or whatever um i really wish peter jackson would go back to making horror movies yeah von trier yeah that's a different level of horror for people yeah anything by lars von trier yeah no he's i've never i think he did he directed that movie antichrist I think with Willem Dafoe or whatever, it's really yeah. weird. Uh, <laughs> that. That, that's that's one way of putting his movies. But twisting that back around to Alaric when we're talking about cheesy, again, what Sundana brought up before, genius or coward? Brave genius or stunning coward? Um, I'm going to say... Mistaken mistaken genius wait no miss no wait accidental accidental coward but mistaken genius i don't think he's a coward though i feel that like whenever he withdraws or runs away he knows like he's doing it because he knows like i can't win that's not cowardice that's smart yeah fight like, or flight. he's yeah, he's, he's, he's like the vampire one being a prime example. That was just death. There was no way he was surviving or beating that thing. That was just death. So I wouldn't call it cowardice to not walk directly into your absolute end. And then the other part where they bring up of it was very important for them of high ranking in the empire to never be captured by Deadhouse because they were afraid of their information being leaked that Deadhouse would know all their secrets. And then the funny part is Alaric keeps pointing out that he thinks there's a spy in the Empire yeah. because they always seem to know what the Empire's next move is. How the hell would the dead disguise themselves among the living? Like, I know you could glamour and stuff, but there's a time limit on that. Like, you're not doing that 24-7. Mm. Is there, though? There might be a time limit for glamour like gameplay for mechanics yeah for a vampire no, but realistically it would be unbelievably draining you'd give it away surely an inquisitor or a load of inquisitors in like the capital would detect a vampire in their presence would they though would they because uh throwing it back to blood omen when kane has the glamour ability um that's like like toward end game when he gets the glamour ability it's it's infinite there's no limit on how long he can hold into that glamour it's he can turn it on and off at will and um what it does is i think it actually gets rid of every vampire trace that he has so like if he starts to smell bad or whatever that's gone um he looks like a normal human being again to 
the humans that are around him. Now, that's to say it won't be different or whatever if there's wizards and everything around within the human capital and there's a vampire running around with the, with the glamour on. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. That's all speculation at, at, at my point. Like, what if, what if, what if it is a, a vampire within the ranks or there's what if what if Alaric has something that he brought back from one of his missions and it's like a a, a seer stone or a, a scrying stone or whatever like uh like the amaranthine uh thing in lord of the rings there's like a big black ball and it you know can oh see so it. it's so it's rather a two-way situation yeah he can see stuff and doesn't realize others can see him Slap on a fake mustache and blend right yeah that's what i was laughing at earlier it's like he found and deciphered the white creation he also found a way to create undead and decided to create them to fight undead yeah a familiar or some form possibly there's many different ways. I'm just wondering what would go well because they always seem to know the information from the higher ups. So it's not like someone blending in with the plebs in the in the village. Like this is someone yeah. who's clearly privy to the higher machinations of the empire. The capital is full of silver and ruins and barriers, other things. Also, there is whatever it is in the palace, so it couldn't be a high-ranking member. But it they know that information, though, Sailor. Like, you are correct. Those do exist. But Deadhouse knows. The first half of that is guessing the part about the palace is a thing. Uh, at least a high-ranking... You know, remember Alaric said something before about... Um, he wanted to take the ghoul back because he captured it and and then he was afraid of stuff. And I think there was something where there was a mention oh. of in the in the capital, you know, I where the dead not. would never tread or something to that effect. So I'd imagine they would have otherwise the I capital think, wouldn't. I think I happening. figured it out. I think I figured it out. I don't this just popped yeah. in my head. I might have said this before, we might have talked about this before, I don't remember. Um, what if it yeah. was the lich? What if uh during that lich encounter when like it probed his brain or it saw into his brain that it sort of created a link oh. mentally to Alaric um, and to a lich. And if the lich was part of Deadhouse, then that could be a messenger for Deadhouse. And Alaric is unknowingly whatever he sees, the lich sees in the info. So you think it's Alaric? Yeah. What if? Alaric could be the spy. Unintentionally. Unintentionally, though. He doesn't know he's a spy. He just is. He's that like would explain a, with him, like, coming about not being able to sleep and stuff. Yeah, he's like an Alexa Ooh. in your room that is constantly... No. Because it says, no dead will dare enter the palace, yep. And they say, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Sailor is on the same boat as you. It's not beyond reason that someone dead could possess an inanimate object at a place of importance, or a spirit could take a backseat in someone's body and be an unseen entity in them. That's kind of what happened with the Lich. The Lich kind of had this weird bond thing with Alaric because at one point it touched him, it touched his eyeballs. That was a big thing. Yeah. And he freaked like out. At, Alaric, and then he, father, he no. could see himself through the eyes of the Lich. Yeah. So maybe it's that. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the Lich, the Lich touched his brain or, or, a, took a bit of his soul or whatever because if you notice in that the ending of that of that uh story 
Alaric feels incredibly uneasy and it never really goes away. That feeling of uneasiness is just there. Like, you know, you're always something like something is always watching him or like he's always there's just something unsettling. You know, you can't quite put your finger on it, but there's just something wrong. I'm sure we've all experienced that at one point in our lives. Like maybe it's that, you know? Yep, and sailors with the it is also not beyond reason a high ranking living could be working for us. That is always a possibility because yeah. I know their humans are terrible creatures. And they will throw each other under the bus to <laughs> to save their own skin. And if they see death as inevitable, they will want a way to transcend it. So of course they will come groveling to Dead House. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw in a Lord of the Rings thing again. Um... I can't remember his name, of course, uh, but the king or the leader of of that one settlement within uh, Lord of the Rings where he was possessed by uh, Saruman and um, he was just slowly withering away. Oh, that was through uh, Wormtongue. Yeah, Man yeah. And and so it's like it, there, that, it could also be that kind of situation where you have Theoden. a leader. That was a Theoden, Theoden yeah. Thank you. You have a, a Theoden, like you have a Theoden-like character who is possessed by, you know, the bad guy um, or, or the, the, the undead anyway. And like, they are the unintentional eyes, ears, and voice of the undead who might even have, you know, an evil assistant, uh, you know, as your right hand within the human kingdom. Like who's to say that the human king of dead house, or of dead house, the human king of uh, the Croatian empire isn't, you know, Theodind, you know, I would think you'd have a problem with that <clears throat> because Alaric or the other people would notice and be like right away. No. Like, oh, no, I'm fully convinced that humans would quite easily throw each other under the bus. That's not the problem. My problem comes in the when they perform these actions for Deadhouse as being traitors to their own. And then when they come, I have a feeling the likes of Nagaztak and Zorin are far too militaristic regimented and martial to ever accept treachery so they would just outright torture and murder them i don't think they'd ever accept them as dead house oh definitely not no they would they would definitely um so there's an oh hey thanks for the info we're gonna kill you now you know (laughs) stuff like that like they would well you know you are you are a traitor and a piece of shit so we're gonna kill you anyway it doesn't matter if you know uh you did it for yourself, you're still an asshole. Like, like, just you because that's what happened, Baron dead doesn't mean we're you know not ju- justifiable or whatever it is. Like, we're not doesn't mean we don't have some sort of sense of honor. And I'm still going to kill you because you're a traitor's piece of shit. You, you know? think that's what happened, Baron Eric? Maybe mm, that's very good. Maybe that's his torture because yeah, like, hey, whatever he did. Yeah, you're a traitor and a piece of shit. Throwing your own human human society under the bus um and we were supposed we to have promised, a treaty oh, but fuck you beautiful line you. sailor beautiful line what what happened we promised you death and we shall deliver oh that's awesome i like that that's beautiful that's beautiful i think that's sort of what happened also because he just straight up was rude to zorin yeah you don't you don't mess with the blood baron lord marshal of the shambling hordes probably not good for you all right, so it's a joke. It's a it's become a joke or a meme um, in Game of Thrones where it's like you just constantly say someone's title. And I think this was even like back 
I think we had a connection. You know, issue. Queen, Queen, uh, like Elizabeth, you know, first of her name and the seven houses and yada, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Just imagine you're Lord Zorin or you're another high-ranking undead. And like you're standing there for five minutes while they just whittle off all your titles. <laughs> like, I think even in Game of Thrones, like you can look this up on YouTube, I'm sure, where uh, there's there's an edit where someone just put in all the titles uh, that someone had to say uh, while they were introducing like a king or a queen. And it goes on for like a solid like two minutes of them just <laughs> rambling off all the titles. Like first of her name, Breaker of Chains. Um, you know, drinker of orange juice, like, stuff like I'm that. I'm just, I'm just thinking back to Blood Omen, King Otmar. Out yeah, of my way, are, peasant. The Lionheart or whatever. <laughs> what was the title, King Ot? Wasn't it the the the, the King Lion- Otmar, the useless and the ultimate? <laughs> yeah, the useless King Otmar, the stupid poopy head. <laughs> I just love that with the with the messenger guy. The thing is, like the king, or not out of my way, peasant. The statue of the fields hangs over you like a pall. That's Fantastic. my favorite cutscene. That one, yeah. Um, that <laughs> one, the one where Cain first shows up at the pillars and is like, "I can't not for the fate of this world." And uh, the other one, I really love the the battle scene where Amar is like, "For Nazgoth, everyone!" I like, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So I good, guess. damn! I really want a I've, remake, man. I we're really we're gonna remake. Poetic justice. He wanted to become undead, so he did. Truth. I don't know if you'll get that, but I can promise you better. And I can assure that I can give you my seal on that one. That's why it's killing bum, me. Bum. I have to keep my mouth shut. But yeah, <laughs> you got uh. One more week, I guess, before another uh, official Deadhouse stream, I think. Oh, yes. For everyone else, yeah, keep an eye on that. It'll be the end of the month, last Wednesday. It should be, if I go check my dates, we should be on the 26th. Don't hold me to that now, because things change. Certain things happen. Things are in flux and all like that. But should all go according to plan, that's where we'll be looking, which I think will be quite interesting. Basically, I want... uh, I can't wait for fresh eyes to fall on what the team has been tirelessly working on. Because I really want to talk about it. <gasps> That's your birthday, Reb. Holy crap. Happy birthday. Early happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday to Careful, don't sing the other one. We'll get a copyright strike. Oh, yeah. Dude, man, that's crazy that someone copyrighted happy birthday and, it, and it's like forever now. You can't. In any restaurant, that's that's a fun thing. Fun fact, if you ever go to a restaurant and someone has to do a happy birthday or it's your birthday, they cannot, they are legally uh, bound to not sing the actual happy birthday song that everybody grew up singing because some guy copyrighted it and it's going to be, and it's like copywritten for like a hundred, like forever. And whenever the guy who copyrighted it dies or his family members die and they release the rights, Nobody can still use it for like a hundred years or something after all their family members are dead or whatever the heck the rule is for copyright. It's crazy. That's why everywhere you go has their own weird, stupid happy birthday song. Yep. 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 You can blame the Americans again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Our fault. It's not your fault. Although here's an interesting one. 
Uh, just on your vein and topic, Calypso, I found out that the first Florida man was actually from Scotland. Was he? Was the first Florida man actually from Scotland? Yes, the first Florida man. I'll tell you more about that later. For anyone yeah. else, look him up. Uh, just just go look up uh, Count Dankula's Mad Lads. You'll know what I'm talking about when you get there. You can go check those out, but uh, I won't spoil it because, again, good reason to go watch the video. It's His name was uh, Gregor McGregor. That's the most Scottish name I've ever heard. Gregor, Gregor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. You need to go look it up. That was a great one, Sundowner. Yes, it was. Yeah, he was the first Florida man. The first Florida man in Florida was a Scotsman. Like copywriting Baba Black Sheep. Um, yes, exactly. I actually think Baba Black Sheep has a copyright also. I think a load of those ended up getting up. But they like if you legitimately tried to do something, you could probably beat it in court because they were public domain before copywriting. The yeah. problem is no one wants to spend that money. Because that gets expensive. Just to fight it in court is expensive. I think what gets me most is uh, uh, about copyright stuff, sidetracking again. I think what gets mm -hmm. me most about copyright stuff is that um, if something is in the public domain, huge companies that have made something similar that is to something in the public domain will still try to copyright strike you or whatever, even though what you've made is in the public domain, so you legally can. But because most excuse, of them don't know what fair use is. Most of them don't even understand what fair use is or anything. No, they like don't. That. Transformative like, works. Like, uh, what is it? I remember uh, American McGee, famous game designer, one of my favorites. Um, he has a bunch of Alice games, right? And he's working on another one. Um, go check it out. Alice 3 is being worked on. Um, so Disney tried to copyright him back in the early 2000s when he was working on the first Alice game. But Alice is is a public domain. And their excuse was, well, it's Alice in Wonderland is the title or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So to avoid that copyright and to avoid going to court, um, apart from him slapping his name on the box for like public recognition and everything, um, he legally had to throw his name on the box or he would get sued by Disney. That's why it's called American McGee's Alice rather yep. than Alice that's, in Wonderland. That's one of the only reasons. It's like the only reason... Uh, uh, the only reason like Prey 2016 by Bethesda had to name its game Prey was so they could hold on to the rights for the <laughs> Prey name. But it's a word. You cannot copyright Prey, but they somehow managed to do that. They somehow you get managed people to do, trying that. do that. Remember Bethesda sense. trying to copyright scrolls? And who was it? One of the yep. Kardashians tried to like copyright the word kimono or something stupid yeah, like something that. Dumb, like again, I think when you do something like that, like that, it's so grossly, fantastically stupid and fueled entirely by greed. You should suffer the same punishment as if you were being struck by the rules that they are trying to enforce. Like yeah, Disney, for example, whenever they put a copyright claim on something that they actually stole from other cultures and made into stuff, because all of that crap is all either Hans Christian Andersen, Indian folktales, African folktales, Shakespeare. Don't know if you know how many times they've sold you Hamlet. Uh, oh, yeah. Like they, they just keep going. And then, like you said, they go to America. Oh, that belongs to us. It's like, cool. No, it doesn't. Here's your lawsuit for like 10 bajillion dollars for even attempting that. And you're going to get back in your box. Put the mouse back in the box. You know?
Because that's like yep. they, the fact that they can get away with that is nuts. I say that we're probably owned by Disney by the end of this podcast. Which they oh, own yeah. everything. Uh, okay. uh, today <laughs> on the next episode of Dead House Whispers, we are now a part of the. We are now part of Disney. We have merged with them. They have bought us out. We've been bought over. <laughs> our platform has been bought over. Our technology has a, been bought over a, by Disney, we, uh, AOL, and Alphabet. If we, we said no we to Meta, they lowballed it too much. Yeah, if we settle out of court with Disney and they give us a couple million dollars, I'm perfectly fine being under that, <laughs> under under the mouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you worked across the road from the mouse. I do actually work across <laughs> the from the mouse, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> you work for the rival to the mouse. I do, I do. It's so funny. People walk into Universal. I work at Universal Studios, by the way, everybody. Um, people will walk into Universal wearing Disney uh, apparel and the Mickey Mouse ears, and they will literally go up to me and ask me, where's this ride? Where's that ride? I'm like, we are not part of them. Like, like they'll, they'll buy tickets. They'll buy tickets and think they can go to Disney after they come to Universal. Like, I think uh, there was a part of that next stream, us with mouse ears. <laughs> I mean, I got a pair or two. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, no, Calypso, I think the, the mistake comes in there is uh, this is for tourists anyway. Anyone that's native or anywhere near native, uh, that's on them. But as a tourist, because we get these all the time in Ireland, just like, go oh, visit Florida and all this, go, go to all the freaking tourist parks and all like that. You can buy like a ticket and you can cash it in to get tickets for every park for like Six Flags, Universal, Disney and all like that. It's like, it's like, for a family ticket like two adults two kids it's like 600 bucks but it's like entrance to every theme park that's really cool in that area and stuff like that so that's why i think some of those make a mistake if they've got an american accent it's on them do they have a, do they have an irish disney is that a thing yet oh god no the one in france oh. is bad enough oh yeah that's right they do have an irish france never mind they wouldn't uh I not mean, an irish, irish france they disney. do have a disney france yeah irish france irish france that one pub begettigans down the champs <laughs> <laughs> i really want you know to know this one Shanghai it's called molly no lie every irish pub outside of ireland is always called molly's i don't know why is it anywhere yeah. i've been in the states i've been in england and all and i've always there's always an irish bar they always want to go oh come on we'll go to the irish bar it's like i'm from ireland <laughs> but anyway, and then they bring me to they bring me to an American like an American Irish bar, and it's called Molly's. And like, how bloody original! Oh, look, it's got no. a shamrock in the O. Yay! Yeah. No, when I lived in <laughs> when I lived in New York, um, uh, there was an Irish pub like a block from my my apartment complex, right? To be was fair, called, most of New York. New York was like fifty percent Irish, fifty percent yeah. Africans at one point in time. <laughs> No, there's an Irish pub. Actually, really good food, too. Um, but it was called Flanagan's. Of course it was. Of course. No, exactly. I was like, no way. And then the, the A is a shamrock. I was like, oh, come on. Like, great, great restaurant, but hilarious that it decided to go with Flanagan's, Molly's, or um, what's another, like, really you, one that's used all the time for, like, Irish pubs? Like, like like uh o'donohue's or something like that is, is they like, just yeah. take a random irish name put an o in front of it and there you go yep yep <laughs> it's irish oh patrick's <laughs> just for clarification i've never been in a pub in this country that has bicycle on the wall i'm just putting that out there they don't exist 
<laughs> if the only time you'll ever see a bicycle in the wall of an Irish pub is after a really nasty fight with two idiots that have already been put off the road <laughs> and had their license suspended. That's the only time. Oh, Sahara. Oh, oh, Sahara. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's as good as in America whenever they decide to start coming up with the names. Or instead of O'Mahony, they call it Mahoney. 100% correct. Oh, Mahoney's. <laughs> oh, Mahoney's. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know the accent. Anyway, we, we, uh, we digress. Roll it back yes. in. We were on yep. Alaric because we're going to finish up with Alaric now and yes, we'll call it at that. Um, so, uh, Funny fact, um, Zorin. Now keep keep in mind here. We go Nigaztak. Yeah. Zorin. Yeah. Kiva. Tozi. We've almost got a hand, and we're only missing two classes. What was he called? Could again? could the black right hand be each segment? Or faction of the undead, or the horde, or the main ones. Like you have, the like horde, the big, the noblesse. All of these things put together are fingers on the black hand. Yeah, could that be it? You see, I've seen an Irish pub owned by Irish lads who went to the Netherlands to marry, I believe with a bike on the wall because I was, oh, Lord. <laughs> a race cyclist bar. Oh, well, that's at least that's slightly on theme <laughs> with the bike. But yeah, so Vampire, Banshee. Vampire, Lich, Banshee, Lich, Revenant. Revenant. We're just missing a thumb out of the seven classes. Um, okay, wait, hold on. I'm thinking of what the main ones are. So you got Vampire, Banshee, Lich, Revenant, and then it's either a ghoul or a white, but I would imagine... Ghoul, Wraith, and white. I'm sure there's oh, an Wraith, important Wraith. Wraith. Sorry, Wraith is the last one. Wraith is the last one out of, like, the main, the main, like, class. <clears throat> and then you have, um, white and ghoul are, like, you know, the two, uh, like, I, I don't want to say at least important, but, you know out of the, the like sentience or whatever out of the like able to control I think ghouls might people. surprise you I mean I, I don't I don't know are ghouls are ghouls smart enough like are they or are they just rabid dogs and like creepy just take, creepy just take the bean animal? Calypso just take the bean I'll take the bean they'll surprise you they're a lot more intelligent than you'd imagine and give them credit or for it. I forgot Sundowner likes ghouls. How unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so we need your memory back in the Discord. You may be out of the loop. Welcome back. Get back into the loop again, sir. Uh, there are others that have been missing. Ghouls can be very deceptive. Yes, they can. If yes, you listen to the Chronicles, they're a lot more deceptive. The only thing is, is Alex Alarex hubris that defeats him because he says, I will not be bested by something that moves about on all fours. You were, sir. You were. Quite frequently and regularly. <laughs> I can easily I can I can easily see a young Alaric with a kid 
and he says the exact same thing, like a little baby crawling around. <laughs> I will not be bested by something that poops its pants and crawls around on all fours. Come back here, baby. Come back. <laughs> no, the ghouls are a lot more intelligent than people give them credit for because the only thing they see is the mindless consumption. They don't realize that that's a means to an end. What if they're like super undead velociraptors and are like really, really smart and they're and they're just playing up on the dumb animal trope that everybody has given them uh, because they're ghouls. Like, you heard what if in the chronicle, the, they understand speech. Yeah, what if they're the smartest? Um, like, what if they're super smart? And uh, what's what's it called? Like, plan planning, planable, and um, gosh, uh, tactile. What if they're really like tactical? Uh, you know, and everything is everything is according to plan. They're like one of the most like militaristic factions out of all of the undead because um because of just their nature of a ghoul or whatever whatever it is to be a ghoul or something like that you know what i mean mm. like sure the the ravenous hunger gets to them sometimes like but, a vampire yeah like a vampire they have it too yeah, yeah. safi was commenting on your alaric impression that voice fits the people? mustache Oh, oh, twirly mustache. The, that voice. <laughs> Why, thank you. Thank you. And Reb asking people be judging ghouls by their covers. Yes, they are. Twitch Sundowner comments, we got two minds, my dude, like a Saiyan fusion dance. That's something a lot of people forget. Most undead are not one entity. The whites are not. Yeah. And the didn't we, has, has it been discussed? Has it been discussed that ghouls that ghouls are like a hive mind, maybe? Do we talk about that? There's ways that we're not too sure how they communicate, mm -hmm. but they are intelligent and there is them and their spirit in them. They are yeah. possessed by a spirit of hunger. Kind of. Possessed might be the wrong word. Yeah. The ghoul is two things within itself. It's That's difficult cool. to explain. You'll yeah. see. You will see. We shall In see. In time, Kane. Next time. <laughs> and and with, with that, we will yeah, be wrapping up. We are going to be uh, wrapping up. <clears throat> so until next time, everybody, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. Um, you can find the links for the stuff that we mentioned down below. I'm going to uh, uh, re-edit this video and re-upload it to YouTube and everything. Um, but thanks for watching. I'm Calypso and your other host, Faceless Mike, per usual. <laughs> you can find us all on social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Ooh, I have our captions for that. Ca captions for that. Um, uh, we, uh, you can you check can out us. Huh? Yep, you can check us out at deadhousesonata.com. Oh, yep, yep. Putting them all up on our screen here. You can follow Calypso on Twitter at the Necrolibriatus. Yep, yep. You can follow uh, you can follow Faceless Mike on uh, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at the Faceless Mike. Um, and of course, Deadhouse Whispers. We are on YouTube. Hopefully, you'll be watching this on our YouTube channel, um, Deadhouse Whispers. We are also on Spotify. Um, you can follow that. Uh, just search Dead House Whispers. And alternatively, um, if you want to uh, search uh, search up Dennis Dyack on Spotify, our episodes with him will appear. I did that the yes. other day. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. We had uh, Dennis at the end of season two, which should be one of the videos here on the YouTubes if you want to go check it out. And yep. we will also be having him back in the very near future. Yes. So uh, look forward to all that stuff, guys. Feel free to uh, share this with your friends. Tell your friends about it. You know, get the word out about Dead House Whispers and Dead House Sonata out however you can. Um, and if you would like to support us, me or Mike and this channel, you can find links for all that stuff down below. Um, and yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we will catch you next time. Catch you next See time. Ya. See ya. See ya.